Hello and welcome to Living Veda. I'm Rachel and I want you to live long and live well. Together, let's explore the ancient art of Ayurveda and yoga so that you can build a life well-lived. I'm here to teach you these truths in a modern and livable way, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, friends. This episode is all about how Ayurveda can help you create youthful, beautiful skin. So if you are dealing with dry skin or acne or early wrinkling or early graying or eczema, this one is for you. So today we're looking into the Datus. There are seven tissue layers in the body that everyone has. I like to think about these seven different tissues as sort of like Ayurveda's body systems. So in addition to the three doshas governing the state of health in the body, the datus also play a large role in balance and in health. And one of the most wonderful things about Ayurvedic medicine is how individualized it can be. It's great. It's going to take into account your age your own unique, specific doshic constitution, your current state of imbalance, your lifestyle, your stress level, just everything, all sorts of individually specific information. But sometimes there is so much focus on that personal version that the overarching truths and themes that will work for all of us, they can get overlooked sometimes. So when many of us think about Ayurveda, it, it conjures up an image of like a healthy meal or a picture of three differently, usually cartooned shaped women in three different dosha symbols. Um, and yeah, all of these things are true and they're big and beautiful parts of Ayurveda, but there is more to learn. Understanding what the datus are, being able to observe if they are in balance or if they are out of balance and knowing how to strengthen them is really useful and practical and just wonderfully true for everybody. So we're gonna start with the very first datu or the very first tissue layer of the body, which is called rasa datu. Rasu, rasu, no, rasa is all about what you digest. And it needs for your Agni, your Agni being your digestive fire, to be burning really well. So Rasa is the plasma portion of the blood, and it's responsible for transferring the nutrients absorbed in the intestines to the rest of the body. So already, I hope you can see how what you're eating and how your digestion is going is going to have a really big effect here. Rasa Datu, you can think of it as the, the clear part of the blood plasma, and it might be easier to just conceptualize this layer as water, or the general hydration of the body. Rasa is connected to the health of the skin, the mucous membranes, and in women, it's connected to the breast, the uterus, and the ovaries. So I'm going to give you a checklist of disturbances that are related to an imbalance in rasa datu. And if several of them are sticking out to you and they sound true for you, then there's a good chance that this tissue layer or this datu needs a little bit of nurturing attention. So the first sign that something's up is excessively dry skin. All right, y'all, I'm not talking about the skin on your elbows being occasionally rough here. I'm talking about cracked lips that bleed 
or those really, really very dry feet that could crack open around the heels, or um, the spot right between your thumb and your pointer finger, if that starts to crack open, and also the meeting points of your fingers to your palms. I'm talking about dry skin for long periods of time, not necessarily just like in the dead of winter when everyone's a little bit more dry because the heat's going crazy. Dry skin. Okay, another sign that something is up is dehydration. So we're sticking to a theme here. Dehydration absolutely shows up on your skin, you know this, um, but it can also show up in your urine. So if urine is scanty or dark, it might be a sign of dehydration. And there's there's a reason why those glow highlighter makeup stick things got so popular. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like every single makeup company ever was selling the like highlighter stick for a while. That's because it's a product designed to copy that natural glowy skin of someone who was well hydrated, well rested, and well balanced in Rasa Datu. Uh, so watch out for dehydration. We also want to watch out for premature graying of the hair. And I know that that's a little bit tricky because some doshic types will naturally gray before others. So for example, a person with a lot of vata dosha in their constitution is most likely going to start going gray before someone with a ton of pitta in their constitution. But it, regardless, if you were graying like in your 20s or early 20s, that, that's early. Uh, another sign of imbalance is cold skin, as in like in general. If your feet and your hands are always cold or if someone touches your arm and you're generally cold to the touch, then you have cold skin. So we're not talking about using a snow day as your sample here. Another sign of disturbance is wrinkling of the skin at an early age. I get it. This is a little bit tricky too. Like what's an early age here? But if you're a college-aged person with deep worry lines, that's early. And so for those of us who are a little bit older now and the signs of aging are to be expected, think about when these started for you and if that would have been considered early or not. Oh, my fellow friends who have children, I'm pretty sure I can guess the answer. <laughs> Ooh, um, another sign that something is a little bit out of whack is eczema. So of course, not all types of eczema are the same. The type that is most directly related to Rasa Datu is the dry, itchy, scaly kind of eczema. Another sign is dizziness and vertigo. Yuck, y'all. Dizziness and vertigo. These two experiences are both associated with the lack of Rasa Datu. Uh, another sign, or signs rather, is exhaustion, weakness, tiredness. And another way to think about this is fluctuating energy levels and a general just lack of stamina. I'm talking about feeling this way daily for an extended period of time. Often when it doesn't, it doesn't seem like you should. It doesn't make sense. Like I'm eating the food that should make me feel good and I'm going to bed before 10. I'm getting eight hours of sleep and I'm still exhausted. At that point, we want to start looking at Rasadatu, at your Agni, your digestive fire, and probably some other factors as well to try to figure out what is going on. Okay, another sign that Rasa is upset are fluid-filled filled 
fluid-filled cyst in the breast and ovaries. So in this case, it only counts if it's a fluid-filled cyst, otherwise not related to rasa. But if it is fluid, and it is a cyst, and it is in your breast or in your ovary, it is generally related to rasa datu not being well-balanced. Another sign that something's up is a congested lymphatic system. So you might be thinking, like, how do I know? How do I know if I have a congested lymphatic system? There are lots of signs for this one. So if your fingers are swollen, you can't get your rings off, not like one day when it's really hot, but in general, or if you feel stiff when you wake up in the morning, if you have brain fog and you feel sluggish, if your lymph nodes are swollen or enlarged, and if you just feel like in general, you get colds, you get allergies, you get sinus infections, like often it's really easy for that to happen to you. It could be a sign that there is congestion in your lymphatic system. And last but not least, <laughs> another sign that Rasadatu is not pleased, cough, congestion, or on the other hand, excessive mucus and colds. So this is a piggyback on the last one in case you stop paying attention after waking up, after feeling stiff. I got you covered. Um, I'm hoping how you can see here how there's two sides of the coin. So one is too much rasa. We have excess fluid, excess mucus, yuck. And the other is depleted rasa. We're dried out. We have that dry cough, dry congestion. Things are stuck. Both would be a sign that something is, is not going well. So this list is a good one to check in with. If several of the above items were jumping out at you as consistently true, then Rasa Datu, it, it probably needs some TLC. So how did we get here? Before we're gonna look at ways to strengthen and rebalance Rasa, I want to um, have an opportunity to better understand how it got upset in the first place. The health of Rasa is all about good food, good digestion. So anything that gets in the way of that, especially for extended periods of time, is going to have an unbalancing effect. So things that generally upset digestion are fasting, eating at strange times of the day, and not drinking enough water. These are things that are in general going to upset everyone's digestive fire. So when I say fasting, I'm talking about literally not eating which is really hard on most people's digestive fire. Of course, there's always an exception somewhere, but in general, y'all. So Ayurveda has her own way of fasting, which it is almost always going to involve taking in some sort of warm food to help maintain your agni or your digestive fire so that it doesn't burn out while you're doing that process. So if you've done a lot of juice fasting, which is cold, or water fasting, or that weird lemonade, cayenne, pepper, do you know what I'm talking about? That weird juice lemonade thing that was really popular for a while. It could have caused some damage to your acne. So sometimes trendy diet fads, even the ones that absolutely show results in the short term, can create bigger issues in the long term. And as far as eating at strange times of the day, what I mean is, let's say you only really eat one meal a day, and it's right before you go to bed tonight. Not tonight, at night. That's, that's going to have an effect. And the kinds of foods that we eat, of course, matter as well. So if you've been eating, especially for a long period of time, a ton of really dry foods, so 
Think beans, crackers, dry cereals, popcorn, chips, lots of salt. It's going to be really hard for Rasa Datu to, to take good care of you. And hopefully that's a connection you can make. So if Rasa is all about hydration and transferring nutrients to the body, and you're giving her a bunch of dry food and a weak digestifier to work with, she's not going to be able to do a lot of wonderful things with that. It's also important that we eat when we're hungry and not skip meals. And the opposite is true as well. Don't eat when you aren't hungry, too close to the previous meal, or before the food you've already eaten has had a chance to digest. There are lifestyle factors that also have a really strong effect on rasa. So staying up really late at night and not getting enough sleep for a long time uh, it can really dry out the juices. And in the same way, staying in a stressed out state of being with lots of worry and lots of fear is going to be really depleting to Rasadatu. When we're stressed out and we're worried and we're tired, as a result, we often don't breathe as well, which is another way that we upset Rasadatu. We'll subconsciously hold the breath and breathe really shallowly, and this kind of breathing is upsetting to the Datu layers. But there is good news! <laughs> there are lifestyle and dietary practices that can help replenish and rebalance Rasa Datu. And I'm hoping that first understanding what Rasa is and what upsets it will help you logically understand how these practices that I'll share with you can help make it better. So what do we eat? If dry things deplete Rasa, then rehydrating foods and water will help. We want to take in plenty of pure water and lots of juicy fruit and vegetables. Foods can be simple and powerful medicine. Okay, picture with me. Just imagine what it would feel like to switch from every morning for breakfast, eating dry, cold cereal and coffee, which is caffeinated, which is wonderful and delicious, but also dries you out and is a diuretic in the morning. If you switch that to warm, pure water with a cooked spiced apple. So can you feel how, especially over a long period of time, it's gonna have a big effect on the hydration level of your body to switch from cold and dry to warm, juicy and nourishing. And if you're interested in jump-starting a Rasa revival, you want to eat at least two juicy fruits a day and drink lots of warm or room temperature water. Just stay away from the cold. And healing here is even bigger than what you're eating. So in your life, we want to create ways to slow down and relax. That might look like yoga or meditation or nature walks, or family cuddles. And just to be super clear here, I am not talking about power yoga, where you crank out as many chaturangas as you possibly can in one hour. Instead, look for a class that allows you to feel and connect to your body, especially how energy or prana is moving through it. Also, find time to connect to your breathing. This could be sitting down in a specific breath practice, or even paying attention to your breath while you wash the dishes or take a shower or take a walk. There's more than one way, and I bet there's a way that will fit well into the life that you are already living right now. 
If you don't know any breath practices, I'll link in the show notes to some that I have recorded for you. So Samahiti Pranayama, or equal breath, is a wonderful place to start. This is a simple and powerful practice that uh, makes you breathe in and then breathe out in equal lengths. And it has the wonderful effect of calming down the nervous system. I bet you can already guess that it's going to be important to create more space for sleep. And this can be bigger than simply changing your bedtime. Consider if the way you're preparing for sleep is working for you or not. If it's really hard to fall asleep once you're in bed, it's probably not. If you're falling asleep on the couch, watching TV, and then when you move to the bed, you're wide awake, then that's a good sign that your wind down practice might need a reboot. Engage your senses to prepare for sleep. Drink something warm that smells good. Oil your feet. Turn off your screens. Experiment with what practices are gonna help you the most. Abhyanga is also a huge go-to tool for balancing this Datu layer. It is a great way to start building up hydration and nourishment to the skin and the tissue layers as well. And if Abhyanga uh, is a new practice to you, I go through it in some detail in episode two. It is a self-oil massage and it is wonderful. I know that you want glowing skin and all the good things that come with a well-nourished and well-balanced Rasa Datu. And I'm hoping that this information will help you get there. It is so powerful to be able to recognize a symptom as a part of a larger issue and then understand how to use food and lifestyle practices to wipe that issue out. And if you want to learn more about how to do that, please check out the intro to Ayurveda course I made. It's, it's, I think it's good, you guys. I hope you like it. It's all about learning to understand this ancient science so that you can understand what's out of balance in your own life and have tools so you can start correcting it. You're going to learn about the doshas. You'll learn about nutrition. You're going to learn how this entire philosophy comes together into your own personal life. So until next time, my friends, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your reviews. I appreciate it. Keep doing that, please. Keep sharing. I appreciate the help. Tell your friends. And as always, may all diseases be conquered as by a powerful forest fire. Thank you.